0: epi two season three
1: epi two season <laughs> three follow us on facebook instagram tiktok youtube y- youtube you can find us on apple Podcasts, spotify and google play wherever you get your podcast we will be there we will be there <laughs> okay um so karen swift i wonder if she's my first thought is she related to tamer's
0: I was thinking DeAndre Swift, the oh. football player.
1: Well, Taylor's <laughs> from like Pennsylvania or something, and just moved to Tennessee. Yeah. So I right. doubt it. College, I think. But yeah, so I doubt it. But might be a
0: football player. I mean, I I know she's white, and DeAndre Swift is not white. But you never know. I have family members of color, mm-hmm. so it could be anything. Right. And I feel like Tennessee and Georgia. Plus. that's Alabama that's way more makes more logical sense yeah. than
1: Taylor Swift yeah so Karen Johnson Smith she was a married mother of four she had two sons in college and then she had two younger daughters one of the daughters was nine years old the other daughter was seven years old can I stop you yeah bless her heart I know that's crazy right two boys boys are
0: for the most part easier yeah for the most part some things are harder <laughs> she had two boys they grown up and gone and then she had two girls that oh
1: <laughs> no no did you imagine having two jades no world domination <laughs> no i would be terrified <laughs> no No, no. So Karen is this married mother of four. She has two children still living in the house. Her husband is David Swift. Um, She was reported missing on October 30th of 2011. This is from Dyersburg, Mm -hmm. Tennessee. Yeah, Dyersburg. It's also Dyers County,
0: which is just northeast of Memphis. Right, yeah. Um. Small, small. Small town. Very small town. But I'm assuming, based on the geographic location, that it's probably kind of a.
1: Suburb. Uppity
0: suburb. Yeah. Fancy, bougie, whatever you want to like call it. Like
1: Franklin. Like Franklin would be to Nashville. Nashville. Absolutely. Right. Or like Signal Mountain. Or Udawah yeah. to Chattanooga. Yeah. So, um, they live in the small town. She was reported missing by her husband, David Swift, on October 30th of 2011. The night before that, she had been at a Halloween party at their country club. Okay, a fancy, bougie part of town. <laughs> hey, money, money yeah. part of town. Yes, um, She'd been at this Halloween party at the country club. One of her daughters calls that are at a sleepover and is like, I don't feel good. Can you please come get me? A lot of kids do this. I did this as a kid. Like My kids do this.
0: <laughs> Bentley doesn't even sleep over anywhere. Yeah.
1: Jade and Mav want to so
0: bad, they get there two hours later.
1: Come get me. Shit has hit the fan. I feel them. <laughs> I used to be that kid. I can't go to sleep. Come get me. Yeah, It's fine. Yeah. So she goes and gets her kids. She goes home. It's like midnight at this point, and her husband sees her bring the kids home. They're still living together but just three weeks prior to when she went missing they had filed for divorce but they were still staying in the house together. Mm-hmm. So once the police are notified in Dyer County they were able to locate her car nearby. Um, the car was had a like a shredded tire like one of the tires was messed up. Her purse was gone. Her Halloween costume was in the back and like yeah, she Other, wasn't even wearing it. Yeah, That's no, weird. that is weird. Um, just random stuff in the car, and it was raising eyebrows from the start. Yep. And then a manhunt for for Karen goes underway in this small town. People are looking for her. They're hanging signs. They're doing all the things that a small community or a community in general would do for a missing mother of four.
0: Yep. Um, I'm still – I feel like I will always be stuck on the – She picked her kids up from the sleepover because one of them was sick. She goes home. Her husband at the time, soon to be ex-husband sees her bring them home, Mm -hmm. put them to bed and then all of a sudden, she's gone vanished.
1: Yeah. It's weird. It is weird. So the search goes on. There's no sign of mm -hmm. her six weeks later in december of 2011 she was found at a cemetery of all places a cemetery that's creepy creepy so
0: we i asked you we we looked this up you found out that the cemetery where she was found like where her remains were found was just three miles or under three miles away from her home right which in my mind is like that's really close for people to have gone searching and to not have found anything and you brought up a really good point yeah of what if she was hidden somewhere or her body was some place somewhere and then as time went on it was moved Mm -hmm. to where it was found yeah i'm gonna go i like that theory i think that one makes the most sense to me right um. So, her body was found under kudzu. Do you know what kudzu is? I
1: do. I used to call it kid zoo because that's how I learned how it was. It's like kid in a zoo and kudzu. kudzu. And you can't contain it. And you cannot contain it. Okay. So Everywhere. Yeah. So, we have a crap load of kudzu
0: everywhere in Tennessee, especially southern, not just southeast, but southern Tennessee north georgia north alabama it's just freaking
1: everywhere but it's so beautiful
0: we have it all over we don't have kudzu all over our like it's on our house our pool but we have um uh what's it called virginia creeper
1: mm-hmm.
0: we have that it's not as it doesn't destroy things the well, way kudzu does i um, grew up
1: on missionary ridge and still, it's still
0: a bird still a pain in the ass yeah but it's so pretty. It's so
1: pretty. It just like makes whatever object it's growing around just, just look gorgeous.
0: So much character. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's beautiful.
1: Uh still a
0: pain in the butt. Though. Yeah, it is. It can ruin. It's a beautiful pain in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like fake eyelashes yeah. or like putting on makeup. <laughs> or us when we're pain. like decked out. We're a beautiful yeah. pain in the butt. <laughs> yes, we are. So anyways it was found under that and if you don't know what kudzu is you need to google it right now so you can see how thick Mm -hmm. and kind of gnarly this stuff is it's basically an ivy with big green leaves something a lot of people think it's poison ivy it's not poison ivy it's i feel like it's an ivy on steroids yeah because the leaves are big too, mm-hmm. and it just grows and grows mm-hmm. and all, grows. Under
1: all circumstances, it grows.
0: Yes, winter, summer, rain, it does not matter. Yep. It doesn't matter. It also kills every other plant around. That's facts. Yeah. It will purposely move above things to make it under shade so it will die.
1: Yeah.
0: It's very invasive. Very. Yeah. But it's beautiful. It's so. That's what her body was found under at a cemetery. This is where we go back to the fact of how did she pick her kids up, drop them off, was seen and then goes missing. Mm -hmm. The autopsy clearly states that she was, she died from blunt force trauma to the head Her body was discovered nude with the exception of a pair of panties pulled down to her thighs. Her remains were partially skeletal and decomposition was advanced. Oh, this part gets rough. Mm. Warning. Trigger warning. Yeah, this is not fun. It's not. It's gross. Um, her body had significant decomposition and after approximately 40 days, animal activity had taken place portions of her face her back her neck her and her legs were missing from animal activity Mm -hmm. the autopsy notes that her genital area and her organs
1: were missing he had to have kept her there for the initial like hit her for the initial search and then quickly moved her because he didn't want mm-hmm. for all the animal activity to have taken place. Like, <clears throat> So, do you agree? I know some people
0: here, and I'm not saying it's impossible, but some might think that whoever killed her basically yeah. carved out her genital area yeah. and or her organs. To me, that's not what took place. Right. To me, what took place is animal activity. They are going to go for the genital area and the organs. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. that's, in nature, that's what holds the most protein, the most vitamins, minerals. Yeah. All the things, the the freshest blood. Yeah, and it's easy. That they're smelling. Easy
1: for them to get access to, you exactly. know. Exactly. Especially when the body is decomposing like that.
0: What does make me eerie is that her genital area was gone, so in my mind, and I'm no expert, but I feel like with what I, I'm i inferring here, so what I think I know and like what I've read before and then like common sense is telling me the animal, animal activity in order for her genital area to be gone, she either and or had to be having a cycle or she was sexually assaulted so bad mm-hmm. that blood yeah. from female organs right. and things like that and also just the body in general was obviously penetrating yeah through those areas like an open wound plus female organs. Right for that to be so yeah um for animals to be so interested in that mm-hmm. yeah because other than that they're not going yeah they go for like lips and like ears and
1: the limbs small. that
0: have blood flow right. but then until or or nipples things mm-hmm. like that
1: mm-hmm.
0: till they get inside to the organs yeah but genital areas typically aren't gone right gone yeah and this was gone 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 so i'm thinking maybe she was sodomized raped or just sexually assaulted so bad horrifically that all of those things got ignited right before she died yeah all right i mean it would make sense and if she was on her cycle that definitely would not
1: have kept animals away yeah it would attract animals right oh lord have mercy it's sickening okay early reports said that karen and david were gonna get a divorce karen is the one who filed for divorce she filed on October tenth. She went missing twenty days later. Yeah, twenty days before. Twenty less than three weeks, and she was never seen again. In the divorce, it was kind of messy. Um, and this is kind of where we're, we've like had deep conversations about, <laughs> yeah, about this section of the episode, but. The divorce was messy. She asked for permanent alimony. She also asked for child support and a portion of some bonuses that her husband had received over the few over the past few months. The bonuses totaled twenty five grand, and of course, with two minor children, she was asking for about fourteen hundred dollars a month in child support, which is you know semi-normal for two kids in elementary school especially if he had a good job or one I mean $25, I think he dollars way more than a good job I make twenty five thousand dollars a year like i think yeah no I think he had to have been I, we couldn't find what what he did so we cannot find it anywhere what he did for a living yeah
0: no. um he was making bank though oh. because you have to think he's More than likely paying for their home, their vehicles, their country club access, which is not cheap. Yeah, Their school
1: um, and a nice house, cars, all the things. Yeah. He had to make a bank.
0: For her to get $1,400 or ask for that a month, to me, that does not seem out of... If his bonuses were $25,000 than $1400 a month to me is fair. She was also filing for a permanent alimony. Mm-hmm. He they were well like well off.
1: Yeah, they had money.
0: I wouldn't say wealthy, but they they were doing more than fine.
1: Right. She also asked to split all the marital ass, uh, assets which included their home. So this is interesting because I didn't know this or know what this was. Both Karen and David were tenants in entirety on the deed. Now, I didn't know what that meant, but it means if one of the two people who are on the deed dies, the surviving spouse gets the house within, without any probate you know, yeah. yeah, You just get it.
0: Yeah. No, um, that... That makes sense to me Um, as far as that being a part of the home ownership as a married couple. Yeah. Some people don't do that, and that's okay. My thing is I have a feeling that the reason she asked for permanent alimony, $1,400 a month in child support, and for the home, the assets to be split, Mm -hmm. which included the home, Mm is because she knew that he would come back and nix one of those. Do you get what I mean? So it's like if she has been a stay-at-home mom, taking care of their kids, making sure he's fed and all his clothes are clean and his Mm -hmm. house is clean, all the things, right? Right. The kids are very well taken care of. All that stuff. She hasn't worked in probably a little bit. If she wasn't working, we couldn't find that out. Right. Right. In my mind, she was a stay-at-home mom, which is a job. I'm saying she wasn't working and getting paid outside of the house. Mm -hmm. He is going to come back next one of those. Yeah. That's why she's asking for all of them. Because also in my mind, I'm thinking, listen, if I wanted to divorce my husband tomorrow, I can guarantee you I don't care about the house. I just want out. Just get me out Mm -hmm. let me have my car let me have one of our pieces of real estate and we will call it a day you can have everything else because i just want gone that might not be how she felt but at the same time i'm thinking what if they in when they decided to file for divorce what if they both agreed I don't want the house. I don't want to live there if it's not our family living there. Mm -hmm. And they both felt felt that way. And that's why she asked for half of the house, because that's kind of what they had discussed. Like, I don't want to live there, bad memories. I don't want to live there because you live there or because this is where our family was and we just need a whole new fresh start, all of us. And so do our kids. So she's saying, okay, well, when I file, I'll just have for ask, ask for half of the assets. Which is
1: reasonable.
0: Until it wasn't. Until it wasn't. <laughs> okay. Until That's a tangent. It wasn't. Only because we're at that time, and I'm at that time in life now where a lot of people that I was like at their weddings and in their weddings mm-hmm. are getting a divorce. And it's like, God, this shit's a mess. Yeah. This stuff ain't even worth fighting over. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: That was it. Like
0: it's just so much. Like this is
1: money. Yeah. It's things. Yeah. You don't need those.
0: Uh, God forbid you lose your country
1: club. I know.
0: All right, your turn. I know. I'm. I just can't get over what a psychopath he is. I know. One of the first motions filed by Karen Swift's attorney. John Creasy was a motion to depose David Swift. Um, this this is shocking to me. This motion was filed on November 14th, approximately two weeks after Karen Swift disappeared. Right. So she wasn't found yet. I'm going to be kind of vulgar. Like that attorney straight up like pulled his background and sat on the table. Yeah, he did. And told old David Swift to show up. <laughs> You know, like, yeah. right. He's like, yeah. hold on. Something's off. Yeah. That's gnarly. Okay. So then on November 29th, David Swift's attorney filed to basically kill the deposition. Mm-hmm. And a quote, co- a quote from that filing by David Swift's attorney says that his client may be disadvantaged by testifying since Karen Swift cannot be located. The attorney for David Swift then filed to have Karen Swift's attorney removed from the case because he may have personal knowledge of actions by
1: Karen Swift at the party that may come into evidence. Like his wife or friend was at the party. They were friends anyway. She was friends with her attorney like it's bullshit from David Swift.
0: It is the law, though. Technically, that's a fair filing. Yeah, but that's what I mean when when Jason Creasy said, "Hey, here, let me show you how big mine is." Yeah, the other attorney was like, "Oh wait, hold it there. Let me let me pull <laughs> mine out too." Yeah, like that's really what this seems like right mm-hmm. now. Um, so the court documents seem to indicate that her attorney was present at the party at the Halloween party and that the attorney's wife was at that time an assistant district attorney. Mm,
1: So they do have grounds. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Pretty valid. Yeah. Um, but I kind of wish her attorney would have done something first to get him pulled so that then the next attorney could then have, uh, deposed.
1: Him, yes, yeah,
0: you know, like, yeah, that he moved too fast in chest, type of thing. Yeah, I'm no attorney, but I feel like I have a lot of experience. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay, so then David Swift's attorney said, yeah, in a filing that, um, he may have uh witnessed that. Oh, David Swift's attorney said in a filing that Karen Swift's attorney may have witnessed bad acts on the part of Karen Swift, and he may be called to testify. So basically, he was being a sideways, I'm going to treat this like I'm being respectful of your attorney-client privilege type thing. Yeah. Because clearly, her attorney can't be testify- called to testify and say anything about her. Right all the things mm-hmm. so again just attorney attorneys being smart
1: but there was no no altercation nowhere or... in
0: the petition mentioned any type of altercation at the party so basically what he's saying is her attorney saw her probably drinking maybe flirting
1: yeah she did maybe up.
0: talking crap about him
1: yeah a lot of speculation that um, both David and Karen stepped out on their marriages, like were promiscuous. I can tell you this. If she was at a country club party,
0: yeah, Halloween party, without him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You make your own conclusion. From
0: experience, that's why we only take people to couples night that we <laughs> know <Yeah>.
1: aren't... <laughs> aren't participating. Swingers, literally. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: The first couple times we went, well, it was, first of all, they were six months spaced out because the first time we went,
1: it was like, oh, couple's now
0: you get paired up with another couple and you play nine holes and it's fine Uh until you're on hole three and everybody's hitting on you. Both of you. I'm like, Taylor, we have to get out of here. (laughs) We have to go <laughs> yeah we have to go try it again six months later same thing happened we didn't go again for a year from then on we invited oh uh, couples that we are friends with outside yeah. of that yeah and we no longer golf with any couples that's funny because
1: it it's sketchy yeah <laughs> it's kind of weird honestly i bet it would be Oof, this is gross okay yeah, yeah um yeah so 11 years later, this happened in 2011, in August of 2022, more than a decade after the homicides or the homicide, Karen Swift's husband, David, had moved to Alabama to get away from everything. He had been remarried and he was arrested um, for felony stalking of his wife at the time in Jefferson County. Um, They then extradited him to Tennessee, where he was arrested for premeditated first-degree murder. Uh, This was in July of 2023. So, he spent, like, a year, less than a year in jail, then moved to Tennessee. Uh, He has no bond and is still in jail in Tennessee. And he's expected to go on trial for the murder of his first wife, Karen Swift, January of 2024. So in a few months and because Tennessee so tight-lipped we can't get yeah.
0: evidence we can't we don't know there, what they there's have no um, investigation reports mm-hmm. there's no evidence reports we cannot get our hand on anything because this is ongoing but I am excited for us to be able to like follow this mm-hmm. because I really I want to know what they found. yeah, in order to actually arrest him um i I definitely think that him being arrested for felony stalking mm-hmm. felony stalking. that says something sketchy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that definitely helped their case from a standpoint of maybe getting a warrant. Before they maybe had everything yeah. they needed for a warrant for premeditated murder, right? But that also kind of makes me nervous because does that mean they don't have everything to actually convict him? I know that's that's not good because no, double jeopardy away. comes in. Yep, yep. Like oh, no, this is. I feel stenchy. like they have to have something. They have to. They have to have
1: something. That Some
0: sort of evidence. Something. I yeah. want. I almost wonder. Now that the girls are older.
1: Mm -hmm. If they remember something.
0: If they were, now that they're adults. Yep. If they were able to actually say what they saw or heard Mm -hmm. or
1: uh, before, during, or after the fact. Right. And the fact that they were 17 and 19 when their dad went away. So first they lose their mother, of all people, at that age. Then their father... Like, without maybe their father's input or opinions on them, Influenced. they, they yeah. can make their own clear. You know what's right. Decisions, right? Clear their conscience. Yeah. And you can remember a lot of things when you go to therapy and bring all that up. Well, when no Trauma. one's telling
0: you to yeah.
1: act or feel, never mention that ever. And you're you
0: don't even know what you remember. Yeah. You don't know what happened. You block it. What are you talking about? Right. It's a survival mechanism. It is. It's trauma response. Mm -hmm. Um, I am very eager to find, figure out, find out what they, what evidence they have. Yeah. Um, But Lord, I hope it's good. I know. And I also will be very interested to know if his... Second wife, who he got arrested for felony stalking. It, it now they are divorced. This year, divorced. If she knows something, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. or heard something or has seen something, whether yeah. it be uh, overhearing or something on a computer mm-hmm. or journal anything anything at all anything maybe if he was intoxicated and he said too much mm-hmm. or whatever golly but we'll be following it so yes definitely and again like i just i i want to come back to the fact that like it looks like all of this happened over money
1: mm-hmm. over over, over
0: things and gross. Superficial things. Yeah. Mhm.
1: Y'all. Yeah. WTF. It's never worth it. And children involved. I oh, know, little girls too. I can imagine. Okay, let's go to therapy after this everyone everyone but we're obsessed with it and we we want justice for Karen and her daughters and family and friends and and hey if mom. he's innocent
0: him too yeah exactly
1: like, that's th- why I want to know what the evidence is yeah because we
0: can't find anything No, no. But as soon as we do find things out, we will let y'all know.
1: Yes. Make sure you um, like, rate, and review our podcast. We love to hear your input. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. (laughs) You can find us wherever, at Expired Podcasts. Everywhere. Everywhere. And
0: um, we love your nice, great comments, but always let us know if there's something you think we could work on as far as audio video all the above just be nice um and please leave us reviews mm-hmm. and if there are any cases even if you're not local to tennessee that's one thing this season we want to try and try to incorporate if there are cases that you're involved with your family uh, your loved ones a case that you grow up hearing about, where you're from, please send it to us. Uh, we would love to hear from you. And um, if you're gonna be an asshole, be a
1: funny one. And don't do that. <laughs> That's how we end every podcast. <laughs> this is the expired podcast. Bye.